The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before give? a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a little SEO news. Joining us is Jordan Cooney, who is the founder and CEO of Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses scale their organic search traffic. And in addition to providing us with our guest today, Previsible is also a sponsor of the Voices of Search podcast. Yesterday, Jordan and I talked about MadEye, Google's AI search engine. And today, we're going to continue the conversation talking about Samsung's romance with Bing. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Jordan Cooney, the founder and CEO of Previsible. Jordan, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, happy to be here, Ben. Excited to have you back. And I want to continue our conversation. There was something we were talking about yesterday where we were talking about Google getting into artificial intelligence, Project Magi, how they're building AI into their search engine. And I was making the point that Google's search business at this point in time has lost zero market share to AI. It is still the dominant player and people are going to default to using the central place where they know to get information, which is Google search. Now, what I think is interesting is when all of the placements that Google has start to deteriorate because of the hype cycle. Everybody's so excited about ChatGPT and OpenAI and oh my God, you can get answers all of the time. 
forget that they're always friggin' wrong. Right. <laughs> forget that 90% of what you hear from the large language model is actually bullshit. He can get you some compelling sounding answers. Well, all right. Some companies are taking the bait. What do we know about what's happening with Samsung and Bing? To start off here, you're making a really compelling point, Ben, around market share and dominance. And part of Google's big market share dominance has come through their ability to form partnerships. And that's what we're talking about here with Samsung, right? Google has a variety of different partnerships around the world with hardware makers, software makers, big tech companies. And remember, Samsung is one of the top 10 tech companies globally. They're technically the second largest producer of mobile devices in the world, right behind Apple. And it's not by a ton. I think it's like less than point, it's less than 1%. It's like, it may even be less than half of a percent of market share. So the reality is these, these partnerships is what facilitates a huge amount of global search market share for Google because in those partner deals, they make Google the default search engine. And so the big thing that we're talking about here is this partnership that is in jeopardy and will Google be able to still maintain not only the market share, but these relationships with these key technology players in order to be the the default prominent technology or search engine that's used. Back in the day, I used to manage the strategic fixed partnerships for eBay. It was basically, how do we get eBay desktop icons onto Hewlett-Packard computers to make sure that whenever anybody opened their computer, there was a quick link to get to eBay. Those relationships were worth tens of millions of dollars a quarter. Huge relationships. Just to have a little old desktop icon back when people cared about that shit. This is actually those placements and those default settings make a huge impact on not only what the default options are, but also those fixed relationships have huge impact. And to me, that's actually the leading story here. In my opinion, what's happening here is the hype cycle is so high, fast, and out of control when it comes to generative AI that companies are taking advantage of it. And Samsung maybe astutely, is saying, you know what? Now would be a time where we can take our billion dollars that we're giving to Google and we can give it to Microsoft and we can have a news story about us. We can still have a compelling search offering and our users won't be too terribly pissed off that we decided to swap out what's probably the better search engine in the long run because we didn't want to pay Google $10 billion because they make Android phones We'd rather give the money to Microsoft because they don't make their own phones. So this is really like a co-opetition, frenemy, like game of shells here, as opposed to, well, Samsung saying that Bing is a superior search product, in my opinion. How do you feel about it? I mean, absolutely. There's no no fact-based thought around Bing being a superior product. It's just not not possible, right? I think you and I both agree on that. The reality here with respect to why is Samsung doing this right now? Why is Samsung putting this relationship that they had for a long time with Google in some sort of peril or jeopardy is possibly coming from two places. Number one is the hype and media cycle 
around ChatGPT and OpenAI and AI becoming the new search engine is real. And Samsung's not a fool when they realize that that's creating some sort of division in terms of Google's ability to continue to be the dominant player. But it also creates this opportunity for Samsung to say, hey, we want to build our own search engine. And Apple's been playing this game for a few years too, remember, where they're saying, we're going to build our own search engine. We're going to build our own search experiences. We built our own Apple Maps and now we're defaulting to Apple Maps, right? And Samsung has many of the same ambitions. So by them creating a media cycle off of this, it creates a little separation between them and Google in all these different technology capabilities that Samsung may want to integrate or develop into their phones and hardware, whether it be search engines, maps, other experiences. And I think that a big part of this is them capitalizing on the news cycles to ensure that people know at Google and people know in the market that, hey, we may develop our own resource here. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Let's play a little game I like to call signal or noise. <laughs> is something actually important? Is it going to make an impact in the world and in business? Or is it just hype and noise and something that'll go away? Bing integrating OpenAI into its search engine. Is it signal or is it noise? Signal. Why is it Signal? There's real applications for that to happen. And OpenAI is something that Microsoft does not have today. Google did have to a huge extent. And so it's, it's definitely going to help Microsoft and all of Microsoft's products and businesses over the long run. I'm going to say noise. I think that Bing is still 6% of market share like it was last year. And until I start seeing that market share picked up, this is... Bing saying, our search engine doesn't have much value. Let's take advantage of the hype cycle. Let's throw away a product nobody was really using in exchange for a product that maybe people will think about using. And hopefully we can build market share based on the hype cycle. For right now, I'm calling it noise. Google integrating artificial intelligence, Project Magi, into its search engine. Signal or noise? That is signal as well. I mean, 
Project Magi is going to be a real thing over the next year in terms of how Google changes its search landscape and what happens in search based off of AI. I think it's Signal because I think it shows that Google is, excuse my language, shitting pants about (laughs) what's happening in search. It's their core business and they are potentially going to change the way that they monetize all of Alphabet because they're kind of shaking the cash cow to see if milk is going to keep coming out. Last one I have for you. Is Samsung integrating Bing search potentially into their phones, signal or noise? Oh, that's totally noise. I don't think they'll ever have any interest in using Bing. And I think they're threatening Google to get certain functionality opened up in Android so that they can take more control of certain features and uses of their hardware and potential software that they want to build. Signal, 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 signal. (laughs) Samsung is 29.47% of the U.S. market share, which means... I don't know. That's got to be 20% of search. If Samsung says we're swapping Google out, they go from 6% of market share to 26% of market share. And Google goes from 93 to 73. Hey, look, that's about as big of a deal as you can get by shifting market share, maybe with the exception of, all right, Apple's going to use Bing for their default search engine. And guess what? That's probably not going to happen. I think that is massive news. If it happens, absolutely signal. It actually brings Bing into a, I don't know, puncher's chance of being relevant in search, which it hasn't been in decades. It's been a monopoly for search since you and I left eBay. We all know it. It's been a decade, maybe even a little more. Don't tell anybody. I think that this is massive news if it ends up happening. I also think it's bad for the consumers. It is. It would Great be. for news cycle. Bing isn't as good. Google is a better product. 100%. So Ben, I got one for you. So signal or noise, is Google serious about building a standalone separate search engine that's powered by AI? Oh God, that's a good one. Is Google serious about building a standalone search engine that's powered by AI? I think what Google is going to do is take the rich amount of data and use a large language model to be able to allow people to pull more relevant search into their site and charge like OpenAI is on a per API call basis. So the monetization strategy, my guess, is will change for Google where they're making 10 cents a search for you to conduct the search on your website or for you to allow your customers to conduct the search on your website, as opposed to, hey, you can do the same search over here on Google, but we're going to make money off ads. So I do think it is signal because it marks a shift of driving everyone to the default google.com search engine or something integrated into these major portal players. And it allows for the distribution of search using the same model. Now, the problem is Google's behind in the technology as of right now. We've seen Google come out and stomp people that had a technology lead. Look at what happened in email, right? Google wasn't the first email provider. Gmail's kind of a big deal. Probably not the first Maps player. I think Google Maps is kind of a thing. They weren't the first cell phone maker. Google Pixels are pretty popular. So, you know, I think that Google has the ability to make up for the 
deficit in technology not being the first mover. But I do think that this is definitely signal because of how it might mark a shift in how Google monetizes the cash cow of their business, their search business. No doubt. Love it. Lots to look forward to. Interesting to see what's going to be the signal when it comes to AI. Right now, what I can tell you is there is a lot of noise. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, the founder and CEO of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast, feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the workday. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.